Hello everyone, uh, today is the 22nd of January uh, 2019. Today I wanted to do something a bit more lighthearted after the whole depressing bloody Zimbabwean thing that uh, really got me, disturbed me quite a bit. Um, anyway, it's uh, it's a bit more lighthearted but still quite serious I'd say, it's not as morbid. It's been, it's what I wanted to do for quite a while and it is a book review on Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrugged. This, <laughs> this this book, the first thing you'll notice is that it is quite a brick. The copy I have here is uh, almost 1,200 pages, 1,168 pages. So it is quite a thick brick, this. Um, and it becomes even more evident once you've, um, you've read it for like two hours and then you start coming up with very interesting ways to hold it because it gets heavy. Um, and for someone who never really used to read a lot throughout his life this this book was daunting um it was it was a daunting read at first but i read it actually read it within a month um and i'm not a very f quick reader fast reader so i i think that's um it's a pretty pretty decent achievement in that sense um but also i mean it is just so bloody well written this is a masterpiece by a genius um, Ayn Rand, I'm very convinced she's an absolute genius. Um, for those who do not know, she's she's a Russian American. Um, she came to America during I think the 1920s or something. Um, anyway, so she saw like you know the the horrors um, or the the oppression of of Soviet Russia. So this novel was. Um, published I think in 1957 and it took us something like 14 years to write and the reason for that is that this book is essentially it is a epic mind experiment of Ayn Rand's philosophy of objectivism um, which is a very controversial philosophy um, either you 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 love it or you hate it I wouldn't say that this that it is an absolutely perfect philosophy but it, it, it's absolutely beautiful and from a sort of a secular um, ethics point of view which is to say that not based on faith or um, in, in God or anything like this so it's it she was an atheist and she she basically built this system of philosophy and ethics through just reason reason right um just briefly briefly so the, the four pillars here in her philosophy are objective reality, reason, self-interest, liaison fair capitalism, and there's a fifth pillar which is more of subjective, which is, which is aesthetics, romanticism. So what this book basically does is it, it takes you on a, a journey while slowly but surely sort of explaining the objectivist ethics. Uh, and at the, at the end, there's, you know, the, re the resolution and so on. And I don't don't want to, you know, give it any plot spoilers. If, if you if you just go and have a look at the objectivist ethics, obviously, and you read some of the stuff, you're like, bloody hell, no, this is like, you know, this 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 isn't right, you know, because self-interest, self selfishness. She even wrote a, um, a book with essays called um, The Virtue of Selfishness. So obviously... You know, when you hear that, you're like, well, no, that's not virtuous. It's not good. And and but once this intellectual titan of a woman starts breaking the stuff up and explaining it in in a way that you can understand within a narrative form, it really actually 
really starts to make sense. It's sort of when I when I when I read this book and when I finished the book, it's sort of like the puzzle pieces started to come into focus a little bit more. It helps you put together this the puzzle pieces that you know you would struggle to do by yourself or me at least because I'm you know I'm not that uh, clever, but it just really clarifies and brings a lot of clarity and it gives you a lot of, a lot more self-confidence i think that's also what this book gives you also she her being a romanticist her characters are sort of like these romantic idols um really like exceptional people um that you can look up to in the beginning of the book i i got i i have to admit i was i i didn't like the characters i got jealous in some way and I thought they were, I, I had a certain hatred toward them. Um, and as the book progressed, I really, really started like looking up to them as um, mentors, maybe in a way. Uh, it's a funny way to put it, but I, I know it sounds strange, but that's um, that's the way that I experienced it. And I think even if you are not interested in philosophy and so on, from, from, a, from a more a literary sort of story point of view, I mean, it is very gripping. It's it sort of also the chapters reminded me of watching episodes of Game of Thrones because it just ends so perfectly and with such a sort of like a, a bang that you like oh shit, snap you know uh, and then and then you w- just want to keep on on reading so she she does she does that very well every single chapter ends on this sort of resolution this oh damn you know I didn't see that coming or just you know waves of goosebumps which is absolutely brilliant um it's probably the book that has had the most influence on me i would actually i would recommend this to anyone and especially i think for girls and women um just because i guarantee you that um you'll fall in love with these characters these men these um sort of these idol idolized uh, not idolized but these um you know romantic depictions of what people you know can be if they you know follow certain convictions of philosophy and and these are strong characters um that i think any woman would fall in love with all of them all of the main ones um there is a there is a um a female character one of the main characters dagny taggart uh and she's also just you know i you you have to sort of (laughs) fall fall in love with her from 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 a guy's perspective as well um so just at the back of the book it, it reads um opening with the enigmatic question who is john galt atlas shrugged envisions a world where men of talent the great innovators producers and creators have mysteriously disappeared with the u.s economy economy now faltering businesswoman dagny taggart is struggling to get the transcontinental railroad up and running for her john galt is the enemy but as we will learn nothing in this situation is quite as it seems and that's very true and then it just uh lossier says um hugely influential and grand in scope the story of a man who stopped the motor of the world expounds Rand's controversial philosophy of objectivism, which champions competition, creativity, and human greatness. I mean, I don't know what to say any further than you definitely, absolutely have to read this book. It's it's a no, it's a no brainer. It's going to last you a while. It's money well spent. Get the printed copy. The having the book and finishing it and holding it in your hand. I know it sounds strange, but it's rewarding. It's a rewarding feeling. 
and I've also yeah okay so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna carry on too much about that um, and then just I'll slide this one in here as well so after that I had to after reading Atlas Shrugged I had to go and pick up the Fountainhead which um, which is about a character Howard Rourke who is a architect and it's basically him living life on his own terms and it's sort of like a precursor to the Atlas Shrugged, not a precursor, but um, in in the sense of Ayn Rand's philosophy, because there are hints of it in this, but this is much more, um, you know, focused on, on on the character, I think, and and certain um, a certain dimension of her philosophy, whereas Atlas Shrugged is the, her entire philosophy in a narrative form, which is just what an absolute magnificent achievement this is. I'm absolutely in love with this woman and her writing. It's incredible. So that's it. So if you go, when you go to the bookstore again, go to the classic section, buy it and read it. Do it. Do it. Um, thank you for listening, guys. This is uh, this will be the end of today's podcast. Goodbye. <laughs>